Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first four hours were simply in a moose-bouche. I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. <laughs> we're brought to you by Extent Technologies. Show for the ages today? Oh, Lord. Some of them just come together. Brought to you by XTNDAV.com. Those are the best. Those are the best. Um... Those were just, that was just incredible. I have a thought though. Can I can I share a thought? Well, somebody asked me, do you think Cynthia Freeland got in trouble? Freeland got in trouble. Um, I'm not sure. I saw Jason's. I know we want to talk about tomorrow, and we should. I saw Jason's tweet, Lloyd, and I can't I can't disagree with him. Does that make any sense? Uh, go ahead, explain. Because. I, I I think that I, I said the same thing to a caller. I said the exact same thing to a caller. I said, this is why, because I don't think that he meant for that to get out. Hmm. And I think that... Well, first of all, people need to understand, she she's not really a reporter, is she? Mm-hmm. She's a personality. And kind of how media is going especially nationally like look at Kyle Brandt right Kyle Brandt is an immense personality now used to be right. Jim Rome producer and now he openly roots for teams and players every week he's never been a newsbreaker she's yeah. never been a newsbreaker she's on the network for her uh, knowledge of analytics right like that's yes. that's her area of expertise yes and, well, yeah, uh, she is a media member, though, right? I mean, right, she's but on I'm TV. saying, but in the same, it's like saying, I don't know, for instance, it's like saying you guys, you aren't in Bria every single day, right? You're not in the locker room talking to the players every single day. So a lot of things are said with an entertainment value to them, and, and they're more opinion-based <laughs> Then they are fact-based when you guys speak on things. Now, there are some creamy nougats that you get here and there, but for the most part, yeah, it's your opinion. That's kind of, it's not like it was her, well, it was her opinion that she wanted 
him to kick the Browns' butts. Right, but I think said. new age, new age media. I do think, as much as old school journalists would hate this, well, and we roll our eyes too. I think new age media uh, appreciates, like Justina Anderson, breaks news. She yeah. also clearly has guys as players she roots for. And I think most fans seem to be okay with that because she's pretty popular, Josina. Yeah, they're detractors, but there's detractors of everybody. Yeah, but she's more of a newsbreaker than she is a personality. She is a personality as well. Yeah. It's the same. Ian Rappaport became a personality. Adam Schefter became a personality, but they're newsbreakers. Mm-hmm. They're not. They they're are. more journalists than they are talking head. They are, but I think the lines are blurred. I, I'm interested, mm. Kenny, if you if you agree with this, disagree with this. I mean, think about what you do on Fox 8 now. You're not going on there. Sure, if you have news to break, well, he gives I'm sure you'll break it. Every day. Yeah. But you're coming on to give editorials. Yeah. Do people have a problem with that? I'm sure there are some people that think it's that's not the way. When John Telich was on, this is what John Telich did. Uh, th- things have changed. Don, or, Don, John is a serious, I was like name. drinking as I said that. Uh, John is a serious journalist. Now, I need to get my facts right, obviously, yeah. when I before I say things, but th- these are my opinions. There's most of the time where I, uh, I'm out there for four minutes, three minutes is telling you the news of the sports, and commentary is commentary. That means it's a comment on the current event of what's going on or something that's on my I mind. Mean, I mean, I think... A part of this is profit driven. And I've received, by the way, I've received nasty emails sure, as much as I've good. received. You're going I, to, glad you got those. I got an email last week where you were out. John Telich never got a nasty email. By I got the way. an email last week. Oh, John, I'm sure he never got one. Unhinged people. Never. What did I say? I Probably said something, something about, oh, after the Watson suspension happened and it was 11 games, I said, I, I forget what I said, but I said something like, oh, no, I said that I'm not going to wish Baker ill will or something like that. And some guy called. Some guy said, "I'm never li- watching the TV again." When you're on, I'm going to turn the station. Look, I was what having you, a bad day. What you said? Uh, he said I was racist for what I said about Baker Mayfield. And I'm looking around, going, "That's fun." Of all the things, like I and I've received. I I try to be nice to everybody, but not everybody wants to be nice. So I do get nasty emails from time to time, and I got a nasty email, and what. Usually, I just don't even think twice about him. But when you say I was racist about Baker Mayfield, I go, what? What is that? But going back to Cynthia Freeland. And Owen, uh, here, I oh, want to make should... sure I'm concentrating. Take my phone. Just Three, two, real one, quick, before you, before you say, I just want to expand on the point real quick, and then I'll get out of the way. Mm. I think we know by now that there's a reason the tabloids were always at the cash register, at the convenience store, yeah, at the grocery store. Because you bought them. You wanted the freakish news. You wanted to hear about the alien that was living in someone's pool. You wanted to hear about Princess Diana and whatever was going on or wasn't going on. You didn't care if it was right or wrong or journalistic, had journalistic integrity. You didn't care. You were getting the drug that you wanted, that you fiended for. And local news, national news, they've all tried everything that you've wanted on paper, which is just give me the facts. It fails. Just give me good news. Fails. None of you want that drug. The drug that you want is I'm going to watch Fox News and 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 get exactly what I'm looking for. I'm going to watch CNN. I'm going to watch MSNBC. I'm going to watch Newsmax. I'm going to watch First Take. I'm going to watch all those things. That's what you want. If you didn't want it, 
it wouldn't do well. People it wouldn't be, make yeah. money. People want to be emotionally charged. You know, that's what they want. And so when you when you push them emotionally, people now more than ever want that emotion. Um, and I just, you know, I, I, I look at it and I say, okay, but there is certain practices, best practices that we have to understand. And I just have a strong feeling going back to Baker Mayfield. He did not want that out there. And now you and now you have to answer to this, and your teammates are going to have to answer this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's going to be asked. And I think that's not what he wanted to have happen. Like now, your now teammates I are going wonder, to be asked regardless. Sure. But now they're asked about a direct quote. Now I wonder if a coach like Matt Rule, who's a college, was a college guy, or an alleged quote, who, I should say, who who at times was rah rah. I wonder if, like Freddie Kitchens, <laughs> who seemed like he belonged in college, what's Freddie doing now? I don't even know. Uh, I wonder. Oh, hell. I, well, you gave away your phone. Yeah, I gave away my phone. I went to grab it. I wonder if Matt Rule is like, you know what? It was either going to be Sam Darnold and whatever culture I failed to build here and Christian McCaffrey being banged up. I got no shot. So whatever. Freddie Kitchens is in South Carolina. Is he's he a, really? He's an advisor, yeah. So, uh, Gamecocks? Oh, yep. that's nice. What do you think the advisor role is? What do you think he got paid? Do you think he got paid like? 300, 400K. Here you go. Something like that. Oh, what a job. Yeah. What a game. Anyway, so you, you imagine that if you're Matt Rule, you're like, well, I've tried it my way, but because of the McCaffrey injury, because I don't have a quarterback, I mean, I, I'm, I'm throwing stuff against the wall. Here's Baker Mayfield. I've got good tape on Baker, way better than Sam Darnold. I've got good tape on Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. I can coach some of the mistakes out of him because I'm a coach and I have an ego, mm-hmm. and that's what I'm doing. I get paid not just to have great players and have everything work out. I get paid to make guys better. I can look at him, and I'm going to do it his way. His way is to come in and be Baker Mayfield. Maybe he loves it. Maybe Matt Rule absolutely loves this and doesn't want to curtail any of that. He does. Now, Freddie Kitchens... He loved it, it, it but, and, and it didn't work out. Yeah, it blew up in his face. That's And I, I'm glad you brought that up because there's so many coaches. It's just 99.9% of coaches I've ever seen, been around, heard from, through back channels. They don't want – in the NFL, anyway, no. do not want that. No. I've met high school coaches who want all the smoke, and I've met college coaches Look at who Marcus want Freeman. What did Marcus Freeman just yeah, say? I, he, he asked the reporter yeah. flat out, did he not – wait, what are we – we're seventeen point dogs. Man. Hey, start putting it. Put it on. Put it on touchdown, Jesus. Yep. Write it up there. Put an inscription. But everything in the NFL is about eliminating distraction, secrecy, cloak yeah. and dagger. And I, I can't. Maybe he does. Maybe he's in that that point oh one percent that won it. But I don't. I just don't. I can't see him being that guy. I don't know if they would have hired him coming out of college if he were that guy. Maybe they would have. I don't know. You know, owners do. Do nutty things, but I can't imagine he likes it. I can't imagine, you know, and it's like, well, do I blame Baker if I'm Matt Rule? I don't know if I do. I mean, you can be mad at Baker for saying that, but he can always say, I didn't think she was going to tell people on a freaking podcast. And yes, those are his emotions. He's not lying. He wants to beat the Browns. It's okay for him to want to beat the Browns. I'm no, no one's saying anything against that. So it's a, it's an awkward thing where he just he let his opinion be known. To somebody, I I I imagine he had confidence in that it that they weren't going to tell, and she did, she did. But we'll get into that again tomorrow. I, I'm afraid of something before we get to the Manti Teo documentary. 
We're brought to you by Extend. That's not what I'm afraid of. I got on Twitter this morning. I got to hear it about 4.50. I was sitting in my parking spot for a long time. And once I actually got to the studios, it was about 5.10. And I sit down, and I check out Twitter, and Lord is trending on Twitter. You remember Lord? Yes. Royals? Lord? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. And I'm afraid, like, I see Lord, and I go, what is Lord trending for? And there's this video of her singing this song called Ribs. And the place that she's singing at, Lima, sold out. Packed <laughs> to the ass. And it is a rave. The fans are engrossed in what's going on. They, These people... You can tell they're not just they're having a good time, but they're not just having a good time. They love Lord and they love this song. Unbelievable. And it kind of kind of surprised me because I'm like, I listened to Lord back in the day. I, she had she had Royals, right? I remember living at, living at West Park with Lizzie, and I and I had that album on Spotify. And I I have no shame in admitting I listen to I know it's not it's not Metallica, but I listen to other things too. And I just. I don't pay attention to that stuff anymore. I thought she was kind of like a one-hit wonder. And here she is at a sold-out show. Like, there was a lot of people there. It wasn't like she did a, a sold-out show in a garage. This was, or like a, a an old barn. This Still was a, a sellout. big theater that sold out. It wasn't, in the words of Jim Cornette, this was no outlaw mud show, <laughs> Lord show. This was a big deal. And I go, boy, there's still a lot of people who like her music. And I go... I'm afraid I'm losing touch with music. <laughs> oh, and if you lo- start that to lose a long touch, time ago for me. if you start to lose touch with music, though, don't you start to lose touch with other things? But at the same time, at the same time, I don't want to be this guy who someday is 50 years old trying to be cool, listening to pop music. Oh, I interned for a guy who was doing that. I know you did, and I know who <laughs> that guy is. I know exactly who that guy Man, is. We did don't he need- try to stay in touch? And I and I just I do not want to be that guy. Like how. I want to I, properly act my age. I don't want to be too old too soon, but I don't want to be holding on to my youth when I'm 50. I have to listen to oh, that's a good point. stuff because because yeah. I DJ for the Monsters. Mm. So I'm trying to stay yeah, you do. what's part with of relevant. And yeah. so part of that is I have teenage kids, so I'm asking them you know, what they like. And then sometimes I am on... Now, here's how old I am. I love Pandora still. So I still use Pandora. Mm. I don't use Spotify. I never got but, into Pandora. But I go on there and, you know, I let that kind of program for me. But I've always taken it as I'm doing research. Hmm. So I've never. So I don't get into the how are you young fellas doing this morning? Type how do of, you, you know? do, fellow <laughs> yeah. kids? I, I don't want to be the guy. I don't think I'll ever be the guy that go. This is crap. Like I don't want to do that. Like I don't want to just get stuck in. I was gonna say like Led Zeppelin, but that's mm-hmm. before our generation. Right. I don't want to get stuck in Bone Thugs up to Fifty Cent up to Godsmack. I do it with country. I do it with country. I go. I don't listen to any new Brad Brad Paisley. I don't listen to any new Kenny Ch- Kenny Chesney. It, it ended right around Young. And then everything else yeah. was nothing for me. That, that also happened yeah. in real life, too, not just in your yes. world. Yes. Yeah, true. I wasn't young anymore. Even though that song is about looking back on being young. Mm-hmm. And I heard that song, and boy, it hits different at 36 than what it did I at wanna 17. I want to go back and boy, I listen to it That song was much different. Holy well, cow. But here's what I think is you're showing 
showing your ass on the country. You're mentioning people that haven't had anything new or popular in a while it's anyway. True. In them, it's true. And I and, and but I will hear, I will hear Luke Bryan. Yeah. And I'm like, I know I don't like that. I just know I don't like that. There's like one song, and I see the I saw like the music videos. So my my buddy, I don't know how to explain. His wife is only a few years younger, but she's like younger than all of us. Okay. And she's from Georgia. And so she's a little bit more tuned into younger right. people, I guess, than what we are. And they're like, God, I'm 36. It's not like we're the oldest people around. but Yeah, but 2005 was your line of DMR. Or 2004 yeah, was your line of DMR. But I bet 17 year olds might look at Luke Bryan now and think he's old. Absolutely. Yeah. They do. So there we go. So our, so for our generation, so let me, let me strike that, move to something different here, just, but in the same vein. Like, I see those music videos. I'm over at his house, and they just leave. They're weird. They just leave music videos on on their YouTube. They have, like, a playlist, and they just, like, it's a waiting room. It's like a waiting room in their living room. If you just walk into their living room, and they're doing other things, and they're not in the living room, like, on our TV from Extend Technologies, you can set it where it'll show a different photo. Mm-hmm. On It's like a slideshow. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. They just have a playlist on freaking YouTube, and it just plays music videos. And it's not loud. It's like on volume six. So you can hear it faintly in the background. It's almost like their own little radio station. So if so, they're doing something in the house, they hear it off in the background. It's like a freaking it's like waiting room. dining at Planet Hollywood. Yes. And I see these. And there's like a lot of Luke Bryan and a lot of today's country music stars that you would just find on. We don't have a country music station in our cluster, so I can't say anything. But you get what I'm saying. Pop country guy. And I mean, I'm standing there. I'm looking at this. I'm like, this is bizarre. But I'm going, God, this music video makes me cringe. It just, I cringe at the whole thing. And there's a lot of guys like that. I'm like, I'm just not into this anymore. But like pop music, I'm not against pop music. I'm not against new pop music. I just, I can't leave my windows down and drive anymore because I think I'm, at 36 years old, it might be a little weird. I think people might think I'm trying to hold on to something that isn't I there feel anymore. weird, though, at the same time when I drive with my windows down and I just have a regular podcast on and people are talking. Oh, yeah. Well, I listen- up to a light yes. and it's just two people talking and me and I'm sitting there like... Second reference here that I'll do of the day, Jim Cornette. I'll be listening to Jim Cornette. I'm like, eh, I better turn this down because he is sitting there just dropping mm-hmm. F-bomb after Go through F-bomb. the drive-thru and you're hitting pause. So <laughs> yes. Yes. You don't want to miss anything that they say. No, you know what, but it, what? With music. You don't want what, Wendy's knowing what you're hearing. <laughs> what's always interesting with music and or what Derek always Queen, happens. What always yeah. happens with music is uh, unless you're super obsessed fan of everything that your artist comes out over the span of 20 years, if your artist even makes it to 20 years. And most people don't do that. I mean, most people fade away for whatever reason. Is, I don't know, who was your favorite group when you were in ninth grade? Who were you Cash listening to? Cash Money Millionaires. Okay, so whatever I was going to say, whatever your life experience was to get to that point, <laughs> or whatever your interests were, it intersected with that group. And when they got to their most popular there was an intersection, right? Yeah. There was like, all right, I love their music. Everything that's going on around me, whether it's my buddies are all listening to it, we're all you know, using it in the car, we did the stereos. Did you ever do the Sony Vegas? You popped out the, 
the speakers that came with the car, the factory speakers, oh, you got yeah. rid of them. Oh, yeah, you had you to. put in whatever speakers. Yeah, you put in the Pioneers. We did yeah. the Sony Vegas. Yeah. But, but yeah, the Pioneers. Pioneers. What were the cheaper ones that Best Buy sold? Because they were always the, the I'm cheapest. I'm not sure road tech. They you, blew out real fast. You would always get, you would always. <laughs> so bad. You'd get the particle board and you'd make the yeah. box. Yep. And some guys just hillbilly it. They just left the box. But if you wanted to do it right, you had to put the, you had to put the felt over it. I mean, I learned how to crimp so wires yeah. at it early. I can't oh, yeah. even do that now. Whatever I did back then in ninth grade, I can't do it. In my buddy's truck, Ryan, grade, yeah. Ryan Jadell, RIP. We lost him just a couple of years ago. Great guy. He had this, his mom bought him a brand new Ford Ranger. This thing was lifted. It was beautiful. It was brand new. And we one night took a freaking sawzall to a <laughs> brand new truck. Oh my god. Open up the open up the uh, the panels on yep. the doors yep. and saw it away. We we did the marker and everything. We thought we were doing it really perfect. We actually got everything fit nicely. Yeah. But we put all the speakers in the spots they were supposed to. We built a box Drilled, mm-hmm. drilled the box together with the with the screws. Got everything all nice. Put the put the pioneers in. Put them in the bag, and it was excellent. It sounds it was so, excellent. You could rock the whole like, street. If I bought my son, I don't give a bleep. If I bought my son a '96 oh Oldsmobile Cutlass. I might lose my mind if I came home one day and he just had the door panels off. Let alone at the time would have been a brand new Ford Ranger. And then if he screwed it up. Oh my Can god! Can you imagine? Oh, we're lucky we didn't screw it up. We're right. Lu- well, well, you set your mind windows. to that. You set yeah. your mind to that. You really wanted to get it right, and you always deferred to the older kids. Yeah, the older kids would show you how to do it to make sure that you didn't Someone's screw it up. Someone's definitely showed Ryan how to do it before we did it. I yeah. guarantee he saw it. Yeah, it's passed down. Yeah. So what I'm ultimately getting at is, you end up falling in love with a group during an era that, for whatever reason, there is this intersection of life of culture, of your friends, what's going on in your life, what's going on with the musician's career. It's always normally young musicians at that time. It all comes together perfectly. It's a perfect storm. Then what happens? You go a certain way, right? You end up maybe, how how often did you change what you were into from, say, 10th grade to senior year of college to then – Four years out of college, it changes drastically. Oh, God. And a, for most people, and if you're not evolving, that could be an issue too. Eh, maybe you're comfortable with where you are, but you kind of want to be evolving during that time. Your formative years are over. Your brain power is being used for for different things. You're just everything is connecting. The synapses are connecting, and you are a fully grown adult who doesn't care about the things you cared about. Five years ago. But maybe the music group that you loved back then in ninth grade, 10th grade, 11th grade, whatever, maybe they evolved at a different pace. And so that creates a divide why you start to go one way and your music group. So when people go, why are you not playing the stuff that I liked? And it's like, well, they're at a different place than they were in. And you're at a different place, most likely, than you're in. And it's kind of set up for you not to like the same music group for ten years, and we do, but we do that with our own music too, with our own. Like if somebody does, uh, I'm going to use Machine Gun Kelly as an example. Of all, Machine Gun Kelly time. had heavy rap lyrics going on about lots mm-hmm. of guns and drugs and everything mm-hmm. back in the day, and do, and God knows what else. And now he does. I I, I heard him the poppiest punk what I've did ever I hear? heard. Yes, I heard they came back, and I what did I say? I go, God, that sounds a lot like Taking Back Sunday or something like that. Like that's is it go, emo no, girl? Yeah. Oh my! 
It was, I was like, whoa, what is this? And like, that's Machine Gun Kelly. I go, Jesus. But he's able to do things. You're, a, you're able to experiment on other things. It's the same thing like guys like me. Like, I'm a big Metallica fan, right? And Kenny and I, part of it was a gag, but part of, like, it became a gag where we worked ourselves into a shoot about it. Because Kenny and I, I bought the Sane Anger CD. I bought it. And I didn't hate it the first time. And I didn't hate it at all. I never hated Sane Anger. Now, Owen's giving me a look. Kenny and I were the only people who liked St. Anger. And we defended it just to piss people off because we knew that nobody liked the St. Anger CD except for Kenny and I. And we would like kind of, we would do it at night. We'd troll callers. <laughs> Kenny would come back with a like that, like the hard snare. And he would do it just to piss people off. But now people are kind of looking back on it going, okay, they tried this and, you know, it. They're, they're a little bit nicer about the St. Anger CD, but because it was such a deviation from what they were used to, where, I mean, when Metallica first started, they were eight-minute thrash metal yes. songs. Mm -hmm. They were three different songs in yes, every song. Yes, yes. They were all these long, just hard songs. And then they're, they're, they're playing with, the what, the San Francisco Symphony Orchestra, and Hetfield cuts his hair. And the documentary was weird. I still don't know why they can't just put their BS behind them and start to get along with each other. They make way too much money to hate each other that much. But either way, um, like we get so mad at our own favorite, the, our favorite groups yeah. when they change what they do. It's, it's, I'll tell you what. Is that not kind of parallel your sports teams? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like you do have the brand loyalists who will go with whoever the GM is. And they'll say the smartest guy in the room. And then when they get rid of that GM and get the next one, mm -hmm. great hire. And then that's the smartest guy in the room, even if it's totally opposite of what you do have the brand loyalists in every fan base. And the teams need that. Yeah. The teams count on that, really. And sometimes they might take it for granted. But you also had, like, there was the letter to Cleveland.com. I don't know if you read the letter to the editor. And it was almost where it was so ridiculous. I People thought it was staged. People thought, like, a writer from Cleveland.com wrote it and said, and like, oh, this is a letter to the editor. Where we immediately take times where in our youth, we associate that with the best time ever. We all, we, we all do that as we get older. We see the world differently. We see younger people. We see people younger than us making the same mistakes we did. And we just don't understand them. We get angry about it. And there was like, we do that with our sports teams all the time. Like, I, I, with, when it comes to Deshaun Watson, like, I have to understand that this is the NFL. This is the league. No matter how uncomfortable I may be, if I'm going to be a football fan, and I am, I may be uncomfortable with what's been alleged. I may be uncomfortable with what Sue Robinson wrote. But that's the NFL. That's the league. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. And I saw this letter and this person goes, I'm no longer a Browns fan. And they wrote specifically that they rooted for Jim Brown. And immediately people go, well, hold on. And everybody called it out. Yes. But this man who wrote this letter is definitely in his 60s or 70s now. Jim Brown, when he was a kid, was playing football at the top of his game. And we didn't know what we know about athletes now. But it's still different because you see them in a different light than what you do as an adult. And hey, it's your your choice. If you want to love Deshaun Watson or hate Deshaun Watson, whatever, man, that's your journey. But at the same time, you, you have to be, you have to be in tune with your own hypocrisy. Like I, and I think that the Deshaun Watson situation has opened a lot of that up. Like I look at this when it comes to I, I brought this up with you with with Ben Roethlisberger. I go, man, we we made a lot of jokes at Pony's expense. Did we really feel bad for those people, or were we just trying to bust Pony's balls? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to answer that. Yeah. Like it's changed a lot of that perspective, but it does. When you think about it, you know, we all come to terms with it in a different way. We all come to terms with with. Things that are uncomfortable in a, in a different way and in, and in due time. So I think that we we always latch on to something that was younger, even if it doesn't make sense. Rooting for Jim Brown, knowing what we know now, doesn't make sense. To somebody who says they won't root for the Browns because of Watson, but because of that, it doesn't make sense mm-hmm. to us. But we do that, and I just don't want to be one of those 60-year-old men who I want to be in touch, but not trying to be in touch it's just does that what, make sense i don't yes. want to try too hard to be i, t- I totally get with that it. what what makes this and every case is always going to be different i hate to be the guy who's always tweeting but this is different because they're all going to be different every situation the difference with deshaun watson is you know it's one thing if it's your punter right and a bunch of browns fans mm-hmm. and i said a bunch of browns fans went in victim mode last week over not only the aaron donald incident uh they also went into victim mode the minute the news came out about the punter in Buffalo, and everyone's like, oh, well, here we go. Well, they, they caught him, but it's also a punter. Yeah. It's also you a punter. You find another punter. You're you not, can't find another You're not cutting. To, not only did they not cut, <laughs> was Deshaun Watson not going to be cut? He was signed. He was traded yeah. for, and then given the biggest deal ever. So the Browns put the fans in a tough spot. And again, I'll say it for a thousand, thousand time. I wanted Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. The minute there were no criminal charges and the grand jury – did not, you know, pursue criminal charges. I say go get him, and they went and got him. So I can't now fight the Browns on this, but they did put the fans in a tough spot. And most fans like don't care, we'll root for him. Doesn't doesn't matter. But there are fans who have problems. I also don't want to go after the fans who do have problems. So, yeah. I don't want to call out individual hypocrisy because you do have to look at every situation differently and say, well, Kareem Hunt. I can say that I, even though I, I saw the video and it was abhorrent, uh, and then there was some news that came out about what the woman might have said or said, you know, we all go through this internally mm-hmm. on how we're going to justify our player. 
a year from now or 11, 11 weeks from the start of the season, he's going to throw a touchdown pass. It's going to be electric. He's going to come home, and fans are going to kind of be like, do we cheer him? Do we go crazy? Do we wear a Watson jersey? But whatever you do, one thing's probably going to happen. Watson's going to be really good, and he's going to start helping you make new memories at that stadium. And maybe they make the playoffs, and maybe they win a playoff game, and maybe he takes this city for a ride. You will then start to justify, and people are going to call you bad fans for doing it. They're going to call you bad people, not even bad fans. They're going to say they're going to say you're bad people, and it's the same thing that Browns fans were doing to Pittsburgh Steelers fans. We're not unique. Fans are not unique from city but, to city. But that's on this. where I understand you're going to root for your players that wear your jerseys. And, we all know this. But that's where I understand where fans are so so much more frustrated over that because you know going back, like there there are people who really want. There's people in the media who do want the Browns to fail, and why is that? Because they signed Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. But there were 12 other teams that were going after Deshaun Watson. So are we are we convinced that they would want that team to fail if, if the Carolina Panthers would have got him, if the Falcons would have got him? Like the Browns did what it took to get him. Yes. And we know for a fact that one of those other teams were willing to do what the Browns did to get him. They just didn't get the opportunity in Indianapolis. So what's that mean? Would we do this? To, am I convinced? I've spent my entire life adult life with my team being made fun of for how bad they are. I can't tell you unequivocally that I'm not convinced or that I'm convinced that they would have the same treatment to Indianapolis that we've gotten here in Cleveland because Indianapolis doesn't have the history we do in my adult life. And I could think that, well, maybe they would. I can't guarantee that. And because the Colts, when they're ripping Jim Irsay and they're ripping the Colts, the person on in the media isn't ripping Bob Jefferson, who lives in Carmel, Indiana. But to Bob, it feels like you're ripping me because I'm a Colts fan. Mm. To Mike and Parma, it feels like you're ripping me because I'm a Browns fan. And so that's something very personal to fans. I think you're right. I think ultimately you're right. It's going to come in due time. Um, but it, it is still something that is something of convenience. We know he's a good quarterback. We know he can take us to places. And... We will, and I will say it all day long. There's been no criminal charges. There obviously has been something written there that I can't defend by Sue Robinson. But at the same time, he's eligible to play. He can play for our football team. He's really good at what he does. And I think a lot of people, some people won't accept it, and that's up to them. That's fine. And some people will accept it and already have accepted it. And that's fine, too. Are there people out there that realistically think a fan base should turn on a team to such a degree in unison that they cut the player? <laughs> I think like some people would, would like ne- to see it. I think some people would like to see and it. And then you're living in a and, dream, and, dream world. Because it, it that would never happen. It's happened before. It just it's happened to players who were fringe players. Yeah, not the like quarterback. The, like the, um, oh, shoot. When Urban hired the one guy, the psycho from Iowa. Remember that? Yes. Oh, the strength. The strength and conditioning. Yeah. yeah, and they go, you know what? It's just a strength and conditioning coach. We don't need this guy around. So not worth it. Although but, they probably needed him. But <laughs> if the strength and conditioning coach played quarterback and yeah. was one of the best, right. there would be a different conversation. we got to get to the Manti Teo documentary. Uh, it was a short documentary, so there's not a whole lot to say. Or two it. episodes. I thought it could have been longer. You thought it could even be shorter. Well, you just, thought it could be an episode. I just thought the first episode was kind of talking to the – 
average fan as opposed to the diehards. That's probably why they did that. Yeah. But the diehard knew how good Manti Teo was. They knew what a great senior season he was. It was senior season. Yeah. They knew what yeah. a great season he, he came was back having. Back for the senior season. Yes. And they so maybe they didn't know, but most of that was just kind of regurgitated, and then they left with a great cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. The cliffhanger at the end of the first episode was, "Hey, I'm alive. Okay, show me the sign." Do a sign and show me that you're alive. Prove to me that you're still alive. And they got that. And I was like, oh, God, now I have to watch the second one because I forgot about that. Um, In the end, do you care about how serious this relationship might have been? Because they did not go into detail about how serious the relationship was. Well, they... I th- I had the same thought that they're starting to call each other babe out of nowhere. I'm like, when did you guys make it official? Right. When did you guys decide that you were going to be Facebook official and that you were going to talk to each other exclusively? I think it kind of mattered. I closed my eyes. And they eyes. never went into detail. They never did. Like, did they? I, I got to be honest. It's It was at that time 2013, right? No, this was earlier. 2009? No, he graduated in 2010. I oh, think. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. No, 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 no. He came out in the 2013 draft. Yeah, yeah, Okay. It was 2013 so draft. You look it so, up. So, yeah, you're right. So people, 2012, people yeah. had internet relationships at that point. We yeah. didn't know about catfishing, but people had internet relationships. Uh, he, I imagine he had some doubts along the way, even after he had the cousin somehow, some way say, yeah, she's real. Uh, so I imagine he had some doubts along the way. I don't know. Were they, guys, sound like a creep. Were they having phone sex? Oh, yeah. Okay, they yeah, don't. You have to imagine there was but something. But they don't there, right? go into detail. I don't need lurid explanations well, of what they're doing. But, you don't need to do but that. I need, but I but need even, to know: Were you taking this seriously? You think about. Oh sex? yeah, and they oh, set it yeah. up in that first one about his um, how strong because he was a Latter Day Saint, right? Right. So <clears throat> they're Mormon Church of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints, right? And and his dad starts it off with, "We are so strong on faith and right. family." And all that, so and I so, feel like... and then he's going to Notre Dame, where I'm sure you know coeds, and they're all doing their things. But if he has secluded himself, especially during football season, and mm-hmm. and he has grown up, he grew up in Hawaii, where there's almost seclusion there. You know, that's their own. You're group on an island. That yeah, you're yeah. literally on an island, right? So that the phone sex thing is probably a thing that they do, but it's almost like a, it's our secret type of thing, and that might be just where he's been at that point. I was you know? looking for context when I felt I shouldn't be looking for context. That's why Cause I, I watched this Kenny, longer. Kenny, I watched this and I'm like, this doesn't sound like a real relationship at all. Even a, even but, a, a long distance online relationship. But, but for it a guy, didn't seem like one. A guy who has devoted his whole life. He said when he was five or six, his dad was like, Oh, you want to be a player? Mm-hmm. Then you're a player. Let's yeah. go full on from there. His whole life had just been, Eat, sleep, train, go to school, go to church. That's it. Had he dated before that? You know, I had doubt he it. had. Yeah, they I doubt there was anything. They didn't go into detail serious. about said, him and any women or partners at all. They mentioned any relationships, but they they were kind of flipping about it. They did mention they go any relationship he had ever had, or any of these relationships is what they said that they knew that football came first, is what they said. So I yeah. don't know how serious he was, and plus you're young, and. You know, your faith has a big thing into it sure. where he is still of the generation where it's hard to explain. I could see I could see him in our generation there was still a lot of get to know you. Mm-hmm. You know, and now I sound like the old guy where I'm like, oh, I'm afraid when my son turns thirteen, what the hell's going on here? Um, hey, I am a thirteen year old. Yeah, well, sorry. But I yeah, you you just made a face. You know it. 
Actually, I also think that where he's – remember, he came from Hawaii to Indiana. Right. <laughs> and and he didn't want to go. And he says he didn't want to go, and he's in the middle of cold Midwestern – a Midwestern small town. But he's also in a very faith-based, and, he's, and his faith told him to go there. And, and he's and he's a bit reclusive at the beginning right. of the relationship. And so you could see it where... Well, it it lined up perfect for yes. him where if he goes, hey, football's, football's more important right now, and this person on the other end goes, that's fine, go do it, I'll be here when this you get a, back. This is a Polynesian woman yeah. who understands him. You can see that where guys like you and me go, Get it? Meet? Well, I've never lived outside of here. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Like, I knew, and, and the Facebook thing, Lizzie's, uh, the first time I ever spoke to Liz was on Facebook. First thing she ever wrote to me was go to bed. I was up or I was up late at the radio station that I used to work at way back in the day. So relationships starting on Facebook obviously is nothing new. Talking to each other is nothing new. Having a go along that, having a go on that long and having it be that quote unquote serious that is a questionable thing. I would I'll understand just say, where people I'll were just wondering. I'll just say faith-based or not, at some point, much earlier, 99% of people who are engaging in any kind of online, long-distance, whatever, they are asking for nude photos with faces in them. They are. They, I, it's, I don't it's know just, about in 2013. It, oh, well, yeah. Webcams, webcams were prevalent in 2004. Okay. Okay, yeah, 2005. You're right, but I don't know that somebody that is so sheltered in those Man. type of things. I don't know. I grew up in a sheltered life like that. But I imagine, Owen, that women and it, at Notre Dame... And it Dame, took Thailand to change that. But I, okay, I got that. But I imagine at Notre Dame, there are women... So he is going to parties. They, they made it sound like he was right. a rock star. Yeah, well, because he but was a rock star. He was by a senior. That, they said the relationship started to be on the quote-unquote mm. rocks... By the senior year. Well, you are you're on the football team. Whether or not he's drinking alcohol or maybe even not caffeine, depending on how, how conservative he was with some of that stuff, he was having opportunities. And then people said he was flirting with other women. I just am not buying, after watching this, and after what I knew before, I'm not buying that he was all in on this relationship as they made it seem. And I also think even if he was naive, at some point – he knew this was fake or knew there was a good chance this was fake. I don't think he took it I as wondered, long as okay, they made it seem. You are, I think he was protecting himself. You're astute in a lot of ways because you don't. You naturally have a distrust of people. And because I was we engaging in some really, really risky behavior that we, we all in know those why. years. Yeah, we all know why you, you don't trust people. But I think with him and his you know, now fake girlfriend, you're, if you spent this much time with somebody – we we always I, I again Urban Meyer he didn't want to believe that Zach Smith was doing bad things he didn't want to believe that that any of this stuff was bad no one wants to believe that bad people around them and so you want to believe that if you've talked to this person and you've had phone conversations where man that Doctor Phil thing when he went behind yeah. when, when the former he went behind that screen and then did that voice so I I closed my eyes I was blown away mm. I did I I played it once and then I closed my eyes and go that's that's a woman's voice. That is a woman's yes. voice. That's unbelievable yeah. to me. Um, I was blown away by that. And you had all these friends around him confirming that the person is real. There were people who were willing to say to him that the woman was real. So I believe that he believed it. Now, on the other side, with Naya, how do you feel about her? Uh, obviously, they to get her to agree to do this documentary, I think the gloves kind of came off. Um, 
or I should, did I use that phrase right? They never right? went back to the mom and asked her Wait. again. The mom said she hated her. Yeah, the, whatever was going on like her, with her. She called her by the, the man's name, Renaya. In the end, in the end, they, they did try to make her, they tried to make her look in the best light possible. A sympathetic as best you figure, could. yeah. Yeah, they did towards the end. Uh, I kind of wanted to know more about Manti Teo and how he's learned from this, how it's how he's become a better yeah. person. Yeah. And I didn't get a sense that they wanted to go down that route. And I'm thinking, well, is he a better person? I'm like, he's wearing is a he wedding th- ring. Let's let's hear about the new how, life. I, I think they left all that out. What, where's this? It almost seemed like he dictated the terms of this documentary, well, and that's ocean. what I that's Where what I hate. Kids? That's what I hate about a lot of these documentaries. I feel like we're not getting the real. I'll tell you what, though. A real sense of what was really happening. I don't know how you felt. I felt awful for uh, Naya. I felt terrible. I really did. I felt that this was a person, and it's a different generation, and it's a much different culture. And in the Polynesian culture, if we've learned, and I'm an outsider, but anything that we've ever read, men are men, Mm -hmm. and they, uh, they can be brutish, and they are encouraged to be that way. And it is a very tri- strict traditional men have their roles and women have their roles. And that is the way it goes. And I just feel that if this person, if anybody in her life were to try to understand her at a different time in her life, earlier in her life, that she wouldn't have had this huge problem in her life. Where she says she's she's at peace, you could tell that person was not at peace. You could tell that person is still bothered by what she's done, and she wouldn't she wouldn't have borderline ruined her own life, and she wouldn't have borderline ruined somebody else's life. Yeah, didn't they show and, and it? It's the arguable beginning? whether or not she ruined his life, right? Oh, because yeah, she, in our his eyes, professional life, she yeah. did damage. Manti Teo had what an eight year career, seven year career in the NFL. I didn't That's even, a fine career. I didn't whatever. realize that. And if Manti Teo, if Manti Teo, if there's never anything like that girlfriend. Now, Manti Teo, I'm sure, d- speaks on the professional circuit and things like that. I'm sure he does. Is he a bigger figure where he can make money on his name, image, and likeness now because of how good mm-hmm. he was at Notre Dame? He would have be- been a first-round pick. You know it and I know it. Yeah. Someone would have picked him in the first yeah. round. I don't know if he has a longer career. Maybe he does. I mean, where did Laramie Tunsil go? But his <laughs> life is so much – end of the first the round. Yeah. Dolphins. Yeah. Um, his life is so much different had that never happened. And I feel like something like that, that that doesn't happen if she's allowed to be who she is. Or she's right. allowed, not even that, because even when you're young, you know, I've always wondered, like, do you know what you want to be? I didn't know what I was. I, I you know, We have a lot of feelings that we don't know what we're going to be when we're 30 years old. And we're a lot more grounded. Ask at, a mean question. Well, uh, let me say this. Well, what's the question? Is there any chance Manti Teo wasn't good in the NFL just because he wasn't good? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Because everyone's just said, absolutely. well, he's guessing. He's ch- it's changed him yeah. psychologically. Maybe it did, but he, also but maybe he wouldn't have been good enough. Maybe he wasn't that great. But he also that does happen. He still would have been a first-round pick, and it would have been more money. Mm-hmm. And even if he wasn't that great I mean, in the NFL. Vernon Golston was amazing in college. Yeah, but. And then went to the NFL, and it didn't work out. But exact, But there's guys who, because he was so great in college, and I'm sure they'll welcome, they welcome him back at Notre Dame, and everything's fine. So maybe I'm making a bigger issue out of it. I don't think it ruined Manti Teo's life. I think he's come out on the other side decently okay. But I would look at where what almost happened, and I go, does that have – does that blow up like that? Does that happen if mm. Naya, the former Ranaya, has people around 
at the time him who are open-minded and supportive of the questions that he now she was asking himself then that's that's a good question you know that 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 is what i fear i also wonder how many other people did she do this to oh they kind of glossed over that they did boy they did. And how 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 long, how far did those, she's not going like, to volunteer that information? There will always there will always be sociopaths. I get that. There will always be con artists. I understand. But like I, I you just see a person who's had a lot of trauma in their life because they I feel that I saw a person who felt they couldn't they never were able to explore who they truly were, looked at this as an escape and ended up hurting other people because of it. And that's not good. It's not good for anything. Like, there's always going to be different people, and I, we can always say, like, okay, do we are we comfortable? Whatever. There's going to be things we don't understand because we don't understand it. Maybe we're uncomfortable, but you have to try to keep an open mind. And I don't know. I just I know there will always be sociopaths. I always know there will be con artists. But if you have open-minded people around you, do you save? Do you save something bad from happening? If someone's willing to. Be open-minded and let someone explore who they are. It's a deep thing. Sorry about that. All no. right, that's the Manti Teo documentary. Any final thoughts? Um, what's he seriously? What's he doing now? Who Manti Teo? Yeah, I don't know. How is that left out? I didn't say anything of the documentary. Here, just like here he is. Okay, bye bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 